Welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode 15 for Saturday, October 11th, 2014. I'm Shane, and joining me is Tony. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going. How, how's, how's, how's life? Uh, life's pretty good. Yeah. Working outside, doing different things. How about you? Yeah, yeah. Life is also good. Yeah. Can't complain too much. Uh, yeah, and then Matt. Matt, you're over there, right? Hey, yeah. Oh, Matt's there? Life How's is Matt? also good with me. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Anybody drinking any fun drinks tonight? I got coffee. Oh, nice. I got water. <laughs> oh, and I have nothing. I ran out. I was drinking a cola, but uh, that is that is empty at this point. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's good, <laughs> good stuff. What are you doing uh, outside anyway, Tony? Oh, trying to put a fence together. I rented an auger and from Hope Depot, and I gotta say, it's probably the worst experience I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lawn technology, huh? Oh, I hated it. I need to get like either a two-person one or either a bigger one because you know I rented it for four hours, and probably half of that, I you know the the drill bit was stuck in the ground for you know two hours, so I had to dig another hole. To get it out. <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Yeah. So, and we're so back. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I got this auger that I'm trying to dig holes to make things go faster. But, you know, the drill bit's stuck in the ground and I can't get it out for the life of me. So now I'm digging a hole, you know, to get the hole digger out. So I didn't <laughs> didn't like that at all. Hmm. So now I got to get something a little better. Um, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, sorry to hear you. Going through all the difficulties. Hope oh, things yeah. work out for you. But uh, I suppose it's learning experience and all that jazz. But yeah, right now it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, any fun lawn experiences with you, Matt? Um, I mowed the lawn. Nice. <laughs> all the easy days. I want to do that. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> I mowed the lawn. Oh, yeah. Matt, so, <laughs> Matt, I think your volume's a little low again. They need a Roomba for the, the lawn. That would be... <laughs> That's exactly right, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That'd make be it solar thing, power. Next thing from Dyson, right? Ooh, uh, yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> I wanted to go drive to the gas station when it needs more fuel and then drive back and then just start mowing the lawn mm-hmm. all day. That's true. That's right? Yes. Indeed. News. Microsoft and Adobe team up to make Photoshop way better for touch screens. This is according to The Verge. Of course, we, we use them quite a bit, don't we? <laughs> I think Matt pointed out he almost did, uh, I think Tony's got one here too, but he almost did a Verge article. That I guess they just covered just about everything. At any yeah, rate. Good, good news source, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so, essentially, what they talk about here is how Adobe is looking to have some of their applications really utilize touch capability a lot more. And the first, uh, th- we're starting to see that the first signs of that now 
now that they're enabling some of the touch gestures in Windows 8. And that was on October 6th. There was kind of a keynote thing going on there. And some of that capability you can use that for now is things like zoom, pan, and rotate. Um, but that's just the beginning of what they want to kind of try start uh, starting to do here. Um, so in the long run, they want to start making changes that are actually designed specifically for touch. So, And there's a nice video on this article also. But um, they showed uh, one of the demos they actually showed off was um, for this this play they call it uh, a new feature called playground which lets you actually hover over certain layers and then pick those layers up and put them back down which kind of seemed interesting to me um but then another video they actually had two videos in this article another which just goes through kind of this whole different I i think it's just a concept video because they do all these crazy things with touch and everything in um, just on various different tablets and phones and things like that. It's really interesting. So it's, it's something that's very hopeful. Um, and one of the, the very sp- specific thing that they talked about in here was that Microsoft and Adobe are actually teaming up um, or trying to team up even more and that they're, both uh, companies were talking about how uh, their partnerships are becoming strengthened now, and uh, which uh, both of which were kind of vague in what they were talking about. But um, it's uh, kind of exciting. I I'm really interested working with uh, Creative Cloud and all that quite a bit. Um, it's for me personally. I'm I wish I had more capability on my phone or my tablet. So. The only thing that I'm not so excited about is that it's that it is Microsoft and not Apple that's doing this. <laughs> but uh, and that's only because I have an iPad and an iPhone. But um, at the same time, I think it's a step in the right direction. You guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I think this is great, and I, I do like um, you know I know you're a big fan of uh, Photoshop, but um, I'm I'm thinking you know is is Microsoft going to have uh, an MS Paint version for the iPhone maybe anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope because that's where that that's my go-to that's my fave <laughs> even I'm though kinda, i'm sort of an apple i'm kind of hoping that uh you know the touch is less much less sensitive than the mouse so we're going to see a lot more of the photoshop fails in the future that's my <laughs> my hope yeah well and something i can speak to firsthand i've been looking at ways of uh lately i've been working looking at ways of uh kind of using some of these creative types of applications over uh, like a remote desktop, that didn't really work out so well. <laughs> but uh, something like this would allow me to potentially do more of those creative types of things. And that's one of, been always one of my biggest complaints with iOS in general was just kind of being limited when it came to, you know, um, creation. I, and this is one of the – I remember having this conversation with you guys long ago about that uh, touch devices like the iPad or – kind of meant for uh, media consumption rather than creation. Even though slowly but surely the creation aspect has been uh, coming to be more so. But uh, still not quite where I'd like it to be. Yeah, I do see that as um, usually with like tablets or phones or anything like that. I do. It's more of like 
I, I think mobile and kind of when I think mobile, I think I'm on the go and, you know, how much creation or how much editing do I want to do on the go? I mean, I know you're you're big into um, Photoshop and, and things like that, but maybe that's why the the industry is a little slow to kind of adopt some sort of touch, you know, technology to this application. But I'm I'm anxious to see kind of what happens. And I'm thinking like maybe, um, you know, down the road or whatever, this will you know, you'll, you'll see like studios or, you know, office buildings with like huge displays that, you know, you can use Photoshop where, where it will work with touch displays. Um, good. So I, I do like that. And I think that's a good step in the right direction. Cool. Matt, you still there? Yep. Still here. All right. Why don't you take it away? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got an article from the uh, Wall Street Journal. It is a Google working on large scale video displays. Um, so this is more of Hardware and tech and uh, the software, but just uh, grabbing some uh, some TVs, um, reducing the the bezel on the side such that if you place whatever you know displays you want together, uh, they they kind of lock in seamlessly, um, and then uh, you know the software to connect those together and take one image and split it amongst all the, the TVs. Um, so you know for advertisements, um, but also you know when you're thinking 4K TV that's basically four HD TVs kind of shoved together if you had the software to just connect all those up uh, you could have a 4K TV you know decent size for probably um, you know somewhat of a decent price uh, depending on how much these displays are so i think it's kind of cool just to think of maybe having one of those in one room and then you can kind of combine them in a, in a different room to have a, a larger display um, you know some of the, the funky configurations of maybe you know 2 by 1 or something i don't know if that would really do much outside of maybe advertising uh, for your home, but uh, definitely getting four or you know, you know, a three by three grid of here of, of, of displays. That's kind of cool. Interesting. It kind of reminds me of the, that art you see sometimes that spans across multiple uh, frames. Oh yeah. But uh, <laughs> to be honest, and uh, you see it, you see it on displays sometimes um, in other circumstances, but it actually kind of always bugs me <laughs> that it's not <laughs> like a seamless display like that. Yes, the bezel, that's the, the biggest thing, just the space around the sides of the TVs when they just don't line up quite right. It just looks not not, not very pleasing to the eye. So this would be, mm-hmm. if they could do that, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right, cool. Thanks, Matt. Go uh, go right ahead, Tony. Uh, yes, this article is uh, from The Verge. Uh, Lenovo announces the Yoga 3 Pro, successor to the best Windows laptop you can buy. And um, I've been a fan of Lenovo basically, you know, on you know, on reviews on anything I've read about it, just like they're one of the leading companies for laptops. Um, and um, anyway, this laptop is, um, um, uh, what do we got here? It's 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 kind of like a I don't I don't know if it if uh, what's the word I'm looking for if uh, convertible is the way is is the yeah. right word for it because it's kind of like a touchscreen tablet kind of thing because the uh, the keyboard kind of flips backwards. Um, one of the best things about this one is the hinge they redid on it, mm. um, which has 800 individual pieces of steel and aluminum, um, and it's kind of like acts a, a, as a watch band in that oh. wear wave of technology. Um, so it's just supposed to kind of and I, I it's so it's a wearable. To, <laughs> exactly, you can put it around your arm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> when we talked about um, that last week with the tablet on your on your arm running. Oh around. yeah. <laughs> On yours for yeah. your fitness devices, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Um, I think um, there might have been some problems with the uh, the the two, so I think they they kind of uh, revamped this up to um, to make it a little bit better and uh, more durable. 
Um, but it's also um, some of the other specs are 3200 by 1800 is the resolution. Um, it's got an Intel M7 Broadwell chip. Um, I think I thought I put down the uh, um, the the rate of it, but it doesn't look like I did for the speed. But um, anyway, eight gigs of RAM, five twelve flash storage, um, starting at thirteen forty nine, and it'll be in silver, orange, and gold. So I kind of thought about you, Shane, for that gold. Although I think you like orange <laughs> too. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, gold. I do. Actually, I think the orange looks nice too. But um, yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, and um, if I was in the market for something like that, and I'm kind of starting to look at Windows a little bit lately, um, and you'll see oh, in our geez, XP I kind of M2 again. This yeah. sucks. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this sounds pretty nice, and I mean, I don't, um, I don't know if it's, it seems like you could maybe do gaming on it a little bit. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that would be the only reason I'd be interested. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, it's got a nice the, display. I don't they say anything about a dedicated uh, video yeah, card. Yeah, so. I didn't uh, see anything on the. I don't. I don't know if it's. Yeah, uh, you can pretty much but, assume that then. <laughs> exactly. But then the uh, the last part of the article did talk about a um, business line, uh, fourteen inch, uh, ThinkPad Yoga fourteen, um, which is targeted at the business consumers, and it's full HD display NVIDIA GeForce. Oh. 840M graphics. I think you might know a little bit about that, Shane. Um, I know you have that website that can kind of tell like where that falls on oh. the spectrum. Yeah, video mar- uh, <coughs> what is it? Videocardbenchmarks.com or something like that, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, anyway, this has a terabyte drive, um, and you can do 16. It, I think it has an option for a 16 gig solid state cache to go along with it, which I guess is a hybrid hard drive. Um, and it's got an Intel Core i5 processor. Which, um, which one is that? What what laptop are you running off? This like? is the ThinkPad Yoga 14. Oh, the the business one. Yeah, the business one, and that starts at 1,200. Um, it's um, I don't think it's got that uh, cool little uh, hinge on it though that the uh, the Yoga 3 had. Oh. Um, but well, this one also uh, it's supposed to be oh. out I think at the end of this month, and it starts at about 1,200 dollars. 11.99. Mind if I uh, just quick play this video a little bit here? Oh yeah, it's yeah, wanna... it's it's more of a uh, commercial. <laughs> so just, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, just like the video I had too. It was uh, <laughs> yep, just like my video. No actual yeah, so uh, talking or anything. Much, but, um, <laughs> yeah, go to the Verge, um, and then you can type in the Lenovo um, Yoga Three, and you can see the video. So it's not too bad. It looks kind of nice. I I do like that. Um, how it can, you know, the keyboard can go, kind of go back and forth either out of the way. Um, but I don't know how much I like convertibles. I guess I could maybe either. I don't, it them. doesn't, I mean, it doesn't convert to a tablet. It just kind of folds all the way back so you can kind of use it as a tablet. And I think when we did the laptop reviews, I think a yoga made it onto my uh, list. And the specs are always nice. It always looks nice and clean. Um, yeah. So even if you don't want to use it for the convertible, I, I think it is still decent hardware there. Yes. Yes, I agree. And I don't. I guess I know like lab laptops are kind of more and more coming with the touch screen and I don't think I've ever had one yet and I'm I'm sure it's it as you know the time goes on I'll probably just get used to it or whatever. But, um, so it's there if you want it and then if you don't if you want to use it as a laptop you can do that as well. Yeah, you know Tony knows this that back when they had the tablet PCs that's the type of tablet PC I was really looking at. I think it was a was it an Acer at the time. I think there was a convertible one that there was really a good one. It was um, a gateway, and it only did. It only had a, a 
DVD drive. If you're trying, if you're trying to think about the one that was, I think it was 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, they had them, and, I, and it was a compared to today. I think they were obviously nobody bought them because you're basically throwing a grand onto a laptop that was kind of not as good as you know a traditional laptop, which you could have been paid a little bit less for. Mm. Yeah, well, that's very cool. I'm, uh, the coolest <laughs> thing is the different colors. I think. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, I would totally go orange. I think. <laughs> I think I might go orange. Yeah, there you it's go. Weird, I'm saying that because I'm usually a silver or black person. <laughs> You're okay. Well, you <laughs> know, color wise. <laughs> like. All right, let's move on to. Uh, let's move right along. Are you Are you done, Tony? By the way, sorry. Yes. Okay, sweet. Any Anything else, Matt? You want to add? No, I'm glad you cut that off. There's no good that could have come out of it. <laughs> 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 XP Boost. All right, today we are going to be talking about a very new, an upcoming, in fact, it's so new that it's not even released for uh, at least a year now, I think. Uh, We're talking about Windows 10, which uh, Tony had talked about recently uh, in one of his articles. But uh, Tony and Matt both are going to go a little in-depth here. I uh, I do not have it. <laughs> I've not downloaded it. Um, haven't really been that interested, to be honest. Um, so I'm hoping they have a lot of insight here. So uh, whichever one of you guys wants to uh, go ahead, uh, you can you can go ahead and do that. Um, do you want Do you want to go first? So I think we're going to just talking about. Uh, we haven't really had too much time to play around with it, so we're not going to talk too much about the actual. Uh, I guess in Windows 10, we might touch on a few points, but um, just kind of the whole installation process, how you might want to go about doing it. Um, so Tony installed his just directly onto, a, uh, I think, a laptop, and then um, I installed mine into a, a VM um, so I can kind of play around inside of a window on a you know, virtual machine in my own uh, laptop. So then we're going to kind of just go through the steps, our yeah. experiences there, and uh, just kind of talk through how you might want to uh, try this out if you, if you want to try it out. Um, so Tony, you want to go first? Uh yeah, um and also I I was using it on um I I it's I, I installed it on my desktop and um I don't use my desktop I think was the last maybe a month ago I think I fired it up but I have kept it off for I don't know how long um so I thought you know this would be a good thing Windows 10 came out um in the preview um so I thought I'd go to preview.windows.com I believe and you can I think there's just a couple prompts and then before you know it it just kind of you know, takes over your update and um, the way I did it. And I didn't have any problems with, you know, things deleting off of it or, um, you know, going away or anything like that. And I think I had sufficient hardware for it. Um, I didn't even look at the, the hardware requirements, but um, there is, uh, you know, on Microsoft's website, if you go to windows.microsoft.com um, and then you kind of go to the, there's a, a preview section um, for Windows 10 and it'll kind of go over the whole thing. Um, on uh, you know some FAQs for you on different things um, like what you should do beforehand if this is anything that um, if this hardware will work or anything and basically they said if you're running Windows 8 it'll run just fine um, I was running Windows 7 on it at the time um, but yeah I just kind of went that way it it did it all through updates you had you just had Windows 7 kind of whatever the current version is on your Desktop, yeah. and you just went to the site and it updated from there? Exactly. And all your files and stuff? 
everything saved, everything transferred over. It's I'm not a big fan of doing those kinds of updates. I'd rather do a clean slate, but I didn't have that much time on it, and I just wanted to try it out. And um, so I basically did a full upgrade, is what you'd probably call it. So um, after, I don't know how long, I think I just let it go one night, and then um, in the morning I kind of just did a couple more restarts, um, maybe three or four. I mean, it kind of just installed and restarted and installed and restarted. Um, but then um, it wanted um, a Microsoft account, whether that be a Bing account or a Live account. And too um, many I, of those. <laughs> what was that? There are way too many of those, for the record. Yeah, I don't even know what was before Live. Just Hotmail was that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and I had a Live account that I I probably set up maybe I don't know maybe like six years ago, and I never used it. So I'm like, oh, this is still active. So. And I had no mail in it, surprise, because I never gave it out. Um, so I just kind of just thought that was good to start using that. Um, and then another, I don't know if there was another restart in there or something, setting up my account. Um, but then I was presented to the, um, you know, to the, the desktop. And, um, you know, my first impressions were after the, the, like the install or the updates for the install, um, when, I, when I shut it down and restart it now, it is pretty fast. Um, now, I don't know if I can speak too much to that because I do have a solid state drive in there. So it was fast beforehand. But I, I did notice even more of a speed than when running 7. Um, but I was kind of just playing around with like OneDrive and some of the native applications from it. And I've kind of been using a Mac for a while now. So kind of to go back to Windows and see what's new. Um, there's a lot more that's new. And I, I haven't played with 8 that much at all. So um a lot more was new than I was used to, but they did have that start menu that um, they, they said what they were going to bring back. I think even eight has it back now that I, I think a lot of people were complaining about before. 8.1. Does it have the menu eight. or the start button? The start button, and then as soon as I clicked on the button, you could see that like tiled metro interface along with your you know normal start button, start menu. So I, oh, felt, I think 8.1 still has the start screen, uh, but they have a start button. The button doesn't bring up the menu; it brings up the screen. I, I believe that's how, how it works right now. With eight or eight yeah, eight eight dot one still. I don't. I okay. Think yeah. Yeah. When I went to the start menu, it worked as if I was running Windows Seven and went to that start menu or the orb or whatever you want to call it. I know we're always going to call it a start menu, even if they took the word start away from it. <laughs> <laughs> the Windows right. menu. Yeah. yeah. Windows XP has been out too long. That's why everyone calls it the start menu. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh -huh. Apple's always kind of had that Apple menu. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but, yeah, I think it's colorful. I like it. I'm not a big fan of um, desktop uh, wallpaper that's that comes with it, but I would say that with any uh, OS I've ever had. <laughs> I, I usually find my own. But, As you, you were know. just mentioning the other day. <laughs> exactly. Yes, and I'll, I'll throw my iPhone on there, too. I don't like anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I shouldn't. That, uh, that comes with that. I Wait, I thought it. that was mad. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I thought I thought it went pretty straightforward. Now, I was slowly debating: do I want to do it just this update, or do I want to either do the VM or you know, or download the ISO and um, you know, do a full refresh, a uh, full uh, install, uh, a clean install. But I thought, you know what? I don't use this. If everything were deleted off of this computer tomorrow, I have everything backed up and. Um, you know, I'd, I'd be able to do something else, um, or 
you know, continue on after I installed it again. Um, so I thought this would be a good test machine, a good opportunity to try that. So um, still tinkering with it. Um, but I suppose, you know, first impressions, um, it looks nice. I like how colorful it is. Um, getting used to the way the applications, especially the native ones, uh, when I open them up, they, uh, they open up in full screen, which I bet is more for a tablet than I use a keyboard and mouse. I don't have a touch screen. So, but I can, you know, resize them and then they usually, they'll, they'll remember that for next time. Um, side scrolling is kind of weird. Um, most applications open and then they, they go right to left instead of, you know, up and down. And I'm not used to that, but you know, it's okay. You know, they, they have a, they have a, a weather app and a news app and some of that stuff I was just kind of playing around with, but, uh, um, yeah, so far so good. Um, and I'll just kind of keep playing with it and using OneDrive. Um, I guess I have 30 gigs of that, so that's kind of nice. So I might throw some things in there. But um, I know Microsoft does say in their little FAQ section that, um, you know, they're getting, they're kind of using this as a way to try to learn from the user being us. So um, I heard there could be a key loggers or, you know, there might be some privacy issues. You can turn some of this stuff off, but... Um, I don't think I'd recommend putting, you know, maybe doing your banking or doing anything you don't want others to maybe get a hold of potentially. I know Microsoft's not going to do anything malicious with it, but, you know, just keep that in mind uh, if you're planning on doing this kind of, you know, uh, install to maybe not put anything, you know, of any kind of value on this particular computer. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> I think that's about it for me. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go through my install. And um, so I, my, the way I did it was just create a virtual machine on my own laptop. So that's basically it just kind of takes a, a section of your hard drive and uh, stands up something that emulates a, a second computer that you can kind of install it to. Um, so it's, it's in a kind of a sandboxed environment. It's not really going to do anything to your own installation. And I can just delete that uh, um, uh, that machine, that virtual machine later. And it kind of just kind of trashes that uh, that own hardware so it's it's kind of like standing up a, a computer inside of your computer if that makes any sense uh, you know, if, you, if you've never done this before but it's actually a lot easier than it sounds um so I, there's basically a, a five-step process here um and the first thing to do is just you go to the, uh, the windows 10 technical preview site and you'd start downloading the iso uh you can do the 32 or 64 bit um it's four gigabytes it's going to take a little while that was actually the longest part of my uh so that was actually Kind of cool. I think from start to finish, this took me about an hour to do. Uh, most of that time was just downloading the stupid uh, ISO. Um, once you get that going, uh, you just go to Oracle VM. If you don't have uh, the the virtual machine or you know, software, go to Oracle VM VirtualBox. You want to download and install that guy. Uh, it's a much smaller um, install. That's what's going to set up your virtual uh, computer that you can install this into. Um, once you've got both of those downloaded, you just run VirtualBox, uh, create a new VM. Um, you want to target it for Windows 8.1. They don't have anything for Windows 10, but Windows 8.1 works. And just pick the 32 or 64 bit that matches your ISO downloaded. Um, you can pick the uh, the amount of memory you want to allocate to this uh, uh, this VM. And later, you can actually tweak the um, <laughs> tweak the uh, CPU settings so you can give it more uh, more power or less power depending on how you want to run it. Um, I gave it the two gigabytes of RAM standard, and it seemed to run okay. Um, and then you need to set up a hard drive for it, uh, which actually takes a chunk of your hard drive free space, makes like a big file that it uses for a, um, you know, virtual hard drive. Um, and I use the default 25 gigabytes. I was a little bit worried about that to begin with, but uh, it fit uh, well within that. Um, I, I think it was around the 10 to 13 gigabyte uh, for the whole thing once it was installed with just a clean install of Windows, maybe even less, I can't remember. 
Um, but 25 was way more than it needed. Um, so once you've got that uh, virtual box uh, set up, uh, you want to go ahead and start it. And it says uh, to select a startup disk. And that just means you need to click on your ISO that, uh, that you downloaded. And that will be the startup disk. Um, and then the thing just kind of opens a window. And it's as if you had a new computer just kind of running there. Um, and it's installing Windows 10. Um, the installation process, I think it took me maybe 15, 20 minutes. Uh, this thing was pretty quick. I, I do have an SSD. Um, but it's using a virtual hard drive. So I, I'm not sure if that adds some overhead there. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just kind of impressed with the whole setup process. Um, I did have a uh, Microsoft Office uh, account that I used, um, and uh, there was a couple options, not the old, I don't know, it was like 45 minutes of options to set up, uh, I remember XP or 7, it was just, setting up Windows was just a big pain. This was really quick. Um, and yes. It starts up really quick. Um, so yeah, I, I just was just surprised that I, I haven't used much with virtual uh, machines, so this was kind of my first dabble into it, but uh, everything was really easy. Uh, it took about an hour. And I had Windows 10 running in a, in a virtual machine. If I don't like it, I can just trash it right now, and I still have my uh, everything's fine with my my hardware and uh, my Mac. Uh, Every, everything's fine. We're all fine so, here. <laughs> we're, all, we're all good here. So, how, how much uh, memory do you have on that, or RAM do you have on that Mac? Uh, this one has 16 gigs of RAM, um, okay. but I only gave two to uh, Windows 10. Okay. And it's, it seemed to run okay. Um, I beefed up the processor a little bit. It was uh, getting a choppy at, at some points. Okay. I have a quick question about this virtual box is that uh is that windows only that you can put that on no it's a uh, virtual box is the software by oracle it's on mac windows and uh, linux so you can download that software on any of those operating systems start up a new computer that can run linux or uh windows i think you can get a um a version of mac to run it on. i think they have to kind of hack it a little bit so i'd be a little bit careful there um but yeah any any operating system um, Windows, Linux, or Mac, you can run this software and then emulate a different operating system to try it out. If you want to try Linux out is for it, a little bit, you can you can do that. Would you recommend running any games on it or no? Um, <laughs> I so I didn't get too far into it. I can't imagine the uh, you know the, the acceleration if you've got a graphics card. I, I VirtualBox is kind of sitting between your actual hardware and then this this other virtual machine. Right. So, so I, I think things are just slower in Probably general. Probably sure similar kinda, to my remote desktop experience. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you could have a Mac and then do the you know download Steam in, in a Windows in a virtual machine. Sure. Um, I think you'd want to look at something more. I think Parallels might be uh, better. And then oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Parallels, no, parallels are around the same thing, like it's an OS within an OS. I refuse to use it at work now. <laughs> oh. I mean, we have That's other true. options, but it's uh, yeah. My experience with that has been it, typically that is it. It gets extremely slow, mm. and I thought with the last upgrade to that, I, th I thought it was getting better, but I cannot speak. I cannot speak very highly on it based on my own personal experience. But maybe this is better. Mm. Who knows? This, yeah, this one uh, I would definitely just recommend this for just trying it out or yeah. Doing some light stuff for sure. gaming you're going to want to have make sure windows has access to the hardware okay cool well yeah. it sounds uh windows 10 sounds um good <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> how excited I, I guess 
Tony makes it sound pretty. <laughs> it does. It, it looks, I don't know. I've been used to, you know, seeing Macs and iOS and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that's bad. I just, you know, I fire up Windows, which is new and kind of different, and yet something you haven't seen before. So naturally, that's something I might gravitate towards, something just that, you know, shiny. I haven't seen before. Yeah, there you go. Shiny. shiny. Colorful. <laughs> well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's why I'm an Apple guy, I guess. That's why I tend to yeah. look, go toward... Uh, but yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. That was uh, awesome. I, wait, do you have more, or is that is that everything? Um, I was just gonna say that I I haven't really spent too much time actually using the the operating system. Maybe just kind of half around half an hour poking around and seeing the start menu and that kind of stuff. So no real uh, verdict there. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, I was telling you guys the only thing is their wallpaper looks terrible. Like they don't have anything that stuck out as me. That was for some reason the first impression I got was just I can't find a good wallpaper here. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That's, well, and that's interesting because, you know, you have that control delete screen, but here you kind of have a screen that I don't even know what's on at first, but then when you hit a button, then it brings up the the login. Like, then you put in your, your username and password. But I don't even think you need to hit control delete. At least I don't think I did. I think you just hit something and then, oh, username, password, or put your password in. We know it's you, Tony, or something. I forget what it is. <laughs> we know it's you, Tony. <laughs> ah, how do you know? <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, cool. yeah, they. I don't know. I just I like a good high res image of something. I don't know what, but yeah, those are the. I don't. I don't know if I should be complaining too much about the wallpaper. <laughs> no, I get it. It's <laughs> I did that like it was just first impression. That was it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Eyesore. I you know it's to, they got a year, and I'm sure potentially it'll be look a at lot it. Different. You have to potentially look at it all the time, so it makes sense. You want something that looks halfway decent. Exactly. Well, I guess I don't know. I don't know how often you really. I, to be honest, on my Mac, I'm pretty rarely actually on the desktop. Yeah, and I feel like on the <laughs> Mac, it's hard to actually even get to the desktop. Have you guys noticed that? It certainly isn't as easy as it is on a PC, where it's just was it? Uh, I almost said command, uh, Windows D. I think gets you there. Yeah. Or I think there's even a, a application on the taskbar that does the same thing. But they've got uh, you know the the gestures that you can do with the uh, that big touchpad they've got with a keyboard and mouse i think i think there are keyboard shortcuts i'm not sure what they are yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not sure yeah usually uh, yeah i mean i've got the magic trackpad and i think it's four fingers swipe down i don't know i always get confused with that at any rate um it's like pinch oh yeah is it the opposite of pinching like where you just kind of put all your fingers out oh is it I just pinch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't, oh wow, weird. And then if you do it in, it brings up the uh, launch pad. Interesting. Yep. I ho- hopefully, none of this is uh, unique to Yosemite. No, I'm <laughs> doing it too, and I'm not, I don't have Yosemite. Um, yeah, but that is the one thing that I, 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 this is exactly what I remembered it doing on a Mac. It. Uh, takes you to the desktop but then it still shows your applications around the edges yes you that? I and i didn't know, notice that, that before i don't think i've ever done this before oh yeah. i guess that kind of reminds me windows 10 does have multiple desktops now which is something i don't think i could live without now that i've experienced oh, yeah. them that's new i haven't played around with that yet but i do want to try that and the first time i um saw that i think i was on a linux box hmm. that multiple desktop thing that was a long time ago, and I didn't. I'm surprised that I don't think Microsoft had it at the time. I don't think Apple had it at the time. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Very informative, as always. Uh, so, yeah, we still, guess what? We still don't have a bumper for uh, listener <laughs> call-ins or anything. But then again, we don't have any uh, people that have called in. So um, y- oh. y- you guys should do that if if, if you want. <laughs> we'll take anything. Oh, we did get <laughs> a friend. Uh, a friend did post on Facebook. I might as well uh, say I'm not going to say his full name, but I will say Drew just because he he publicly posted on a profile. So I think uh, I'm going to go ahead and call him out on that. He just said Tony Squeaks. <laughs> I think was his comment on there. So thanks for that, man. We yeah. appreciate that you, that you're listening to us and uh, yeah, Drew. We love the, we love the feedback. <laughs> Keep it going. I'll see what I can do about the squeaking. Was that <laughs> yeah, more squeaking. Oh, <laughs> what was that? More squeak. I'll be squeaking. All right. So uh, you can find us at niceguynetwork.com slash techease. You can find us on Stitcher and iTunes. Take a search, uh, uh, Try searching for TechEase Podcast while you're there. And if you'd like to write in or send us a voice memo or any of that fun stuff, an image perhaps, just nothing crazy, nothing uh, nothing that'll make us uh, sick to our stomachs or anything like that, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, email us at techiespodcast at gmail.com on Facebook slash techiespodcast and on Twitter at techiespodcast. Find more great shows. Well, you know, we have a couple other shows at uh, niceguynetwork.com, so check those out. Find me on Twitter at ShaveMadOx, and those guys still nothing, I'm sure. And <laughs> I feel like this will just be a running <laughs> joke. Like, just say, the, pay no attention to those men behind the curtain. No. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess, I guess that's a show. Anything else you guys want to add? Matt? Hello? <laughs> nope, I got nothing. Is Matt gone? That's a good timing, Matt. He knew this is the end of the show anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is he gone? I guess. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm back now. I, I didn't oh. want to say anything because I thought the bumper was going on. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, everyone. Thanks, uh, guys. Much appreciated. Thanks for listening. And until next time, take her easy.